Talk Zone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Two guys at a mic show, talkzone.com. Beautiful Friday here in the fine city of Chicago. It's a football Friday, a lot of college football, pro football talk on the docket. The big dog and the coach. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer Man, for that outstanding introduction. But we are joined today. We are joined today by another man in studio today. I have no idea what his first name is or his last name is. I think he might be on the witness protection program. He won't tell us, but he is known to his female fans. Students and the sports world, in that order, by the way, as Tank. Tank in the house. Tank, thanks for coming in today, buddy. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me here today. Yeah. Sure to do. Taking a day off of uh, day off of school. <laughs> yeah, but this is uh, this yeah. is worth it. You know, I told my boss I could take off and so go ahead and have fun and you know and represent. Beautiful. All right. Well, uh, before we go further, is the boss listening? Uh, yes, he's listening right now. Okay, so, so we got to be on best behavior. Huh? Right, so I'm, I'm not in trouble. I'm okay. See, boss listening, that basically cancels out about 90% of the material I had for today's show. <laughs> Tank in the house, big dog and the coach with you. Football Friday, we're going to make our Beat the Schmoes football picks today. And uh, we should mention other side of the window pain, or sometimes we call them the paint on the other side of the window. Producer extraordinaire David Olson. And our phone lines are open at 888-463-6748. Let's listen to a little bit of music, and then we'll get this uh, sucker start. Once again, I went too long in the intro, huh, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> totally destroying David Olson's hard work production of the program. I apologize. I know that scintillating music the fans were enjoying listening to. All right, now, real quick, is the dog on the phone line or not? Yes, right. yes, I, I'm here like per usual. I tried to make it into the studio today. I cannot explain how busy that I've been lately. I didn't get out of work until I didn't get home until eleven last right. night, and I got more stuff to do this morning. Well, we did in studio. We did show Tank because Tank has no idea who you are, but we did show you show him you know a couple of pictures of you, including the this year man photo. I don't know, Dave, for some of the Oak Park River Forest folks listening, is there a way of getting Big Dog's picture? On the screen at some point, so at least they can... It's, it's pictures on the screen right now. Beautiful. So at least we know who you're talking to. But Dog Tank did uh, take the day off where he is in studio. And um, real quick, Joel, uh, talk on how it came about that we even brought up Tank on the show. Uh, well, quite simply, uh, Coach was talking about how small a running back was, either in the NFL or, or in college football, and about how he and Shorter actually helped this guy. And I brought up the fact that the best football player I ever played against, and I played, you know, Pee Wee. Heck, I was brought up as a freshman to the varsity football program at Downers Grove North. I played, you know, basically all those years. I started from the day I played in in college all the way to the the day I left college. And the best football player I ever played against was Lehman Corner. And I played against guys that made the NFL. And... That's why I just I said, well, the best guy I ever played against was the shortest running back I ever I ever played against. <laughs> I couldn't find the guy, and then next thing I know, when I run into him, I'm like, really? I made I made it a point that every time we played these guys, I did everything perfect so they make sure to run to the other side of the field. All right. Well, officially introduce yourself. Say hi to uh, to Tank and Tank. We got the, we call him the Big Dog, but his name is Joel Radwanski. 
How you doing there, big dog? What's up, Tank? How you and, doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, and quite honestly, you know, I've had this itch to run into somebody every, like, a, the middle of August, the smell of football gets in the air. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I can smell it in the summertime. You know, get around about, like, August 15, 16. You can, you walk out the house, you can just sniff the air, you smell just football. It's like, yeah, it's football season. It's football season. Yeah, when, like, when the grass starts drying out or something, there's a smell in the air, and it means I'm supposed to put a helmet on and run into other human beings at full time, at full speed. Right, right. Um, go ahead. I always wanted to. I always wondered something. Now, like when I was a sophomore, you were a junior, and you were playing at Proviso East. Right. And we played you guys, Connors North. We played you, and we should have beat you by a hundred. But all of a sudden, we're like, because it was the second game of the year, and our coach like, they got a running back. He's pretty good, and we we only beat you by a touchdown. And you were the whole team. And when that game was done, I like I remember one of our. Uh, Senior, like a guy that like was next to me on the line, senior and sophomore. He was like, well, lucky for you, you don't have to play Proviso East next year. They're in the gold, we're in the silver. And I'm not kidding you, when the schedule comes out the next year, I'm a junior and we're playing Oak Park River Force. It's going to be our seventh <laughs> game. And that defensive lineman calls me up. He's like, remember that tank kid? He transferred to Oak Park. How the hell did you transfer to Oak Park your senior year? That's what, that's what we all want to know. Why did you all of a sudden end up in our conference again your our senior year? Well, I think it was uh, it was my mom's decision. You know, um, she said, you know, I think we should, you know, look somewhere else to go. You know, for you to play ball, and you know, that's my mom. You know, so what I said, whatever you want to do, mom, I'm, I'm with you. We can do that. And she said, you know, we we'll look at Opar Real Forest High School, and and uh, we decided to just transfer over there. You know, uh, she said she felt it was best for me to come over there, and and Opar Real Forest opened me, you know, with open arms. They they uh, Helped me out in a lot of ways, so you know it was a good decision. I, I don't regret it right now. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't either if I were you. Now, you you didn't get a, a D one scholarship. Why did you not get a Division one scholarship? Because quite honestly, other players in our conference did, and I, I just shake my head at this point. Yet, like, I mean, I didn't. I, I think I deserve one. You were a better football player than me, and you didn't get one. Did any Division one schools even talk to you? Oh yeah, I had a lot of Division One schools that came to uh, to Oak Park to talk to me, but at the time my grades wasn't uh, up to par. You know, my first okay. two years were okay, but my last two years were great. But like I tell everybody, I don't have a problem telling them that I went to a junior college. You know, education comes first. You know, what I'm saying always first and foremost, education is first. So I had no problem going to North Iowa Area Community College. Um, so I did have a lot of schools come at me. Uh, then when I got to junior college, I produced well, got my grades up. A lot of schools that were coming at me at Oak Park were they tried to get me out of the junior college as well, but I decided to go to the to, uh, University of Northern Iowa in Cedar Falls, Iowa, because uh-huh. I, I came out of NIAC, which is called North Iowa Area Community College. I came out as a second team All American, so I decided to go Division One AA because back then it was Division One AA. I decided uh-huh. to go there because I didn't want to go to Division One because you know I didn't want to get caught up in the red tape because these Division One A's have like. 20 running backs. <laughs> you got to fight for it. Yeah, and they'll be like, oh, you're, you're barely five foot tall, so we're not going to give you the ball, basically what would have happened to you. <laughs> well, uh, you, you said I was 5'1 last week, you know, and then you said 5'3. I'm like, man, he's not giving me no credit at all. And he's giving me 5'9. I remember we played in the bowl game, and the brochure had me at 5'11. I was jumping around the, the locker room, the football player said, what's wrong with you? I said, man, they got me down as 5'11. They say, dude, you like 4'2. You know, so it was fun. You know, I, I, everybody been teasing me about my high since I was a kid. 
I, I wouldn't tease you on a football field. Now that we're not going to play anymore, now I, I'll give you a little crap over the phone, but definitely not face-to-face with a face mask, though. Yeah, big big dog. You can't be here after the show. I'm going to take Tank out to the parking lot, and just for your sake, I'm going to tackle him, bring him down to the ground. That sounds good. Thank you very you might, much. You might want to lower your butt and drive, coach. Is, is all I got. To say. I I practiced all last night, sinking my hips. Now, uh, I, Tank, <laughs> I, I heard some. One of my buddies told me they were like, "Hey, remember that guy at at, at Oak Park River Forest Tank?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He told me his name is Rick Heckman. He's actually a defensive coordinator at Glenbard West right now, uh, still football coach in our in our conference. Okay. And yeah. he told me that at your four years of playing college football, that if you total up all your stats, you're the all-time leading NCAA ground gainer. Well, is that that's, true? Uh, that's a big statement, but no, that's not true. That's not true. Okay. That's not true. When I heard it last week on the uh, radio station, I was like, man, that's my about wish, but no, that's not true. <laughs> that was about like 5'11 in the brochure. Right? <laughs> right, right. I'm like, oh, no, that's not accurate, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, you were a, a junior college All-American. Right, I was a junior college All-American. Uh, I had great stats. Um, yes, I wish I could have made it to the NFL, but, you know, sometimes things happen, and I'm, I got my health now. You know, I, have a, I work at Oak Park River Forest High School. I love, love working with the kids. Um, I have my business now, which is called Fitness to Perfection, uh, silk screen and embroidery. I'm also a conditioning coach as well. So life is good for me. I don't have no regrets about, uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, see a sob song about me not making NFL. You know, it is what it okay. is. So, so the man that gave nightmares to every single football player in the Western <laughs> suburbs in the late 1980s, is it silk screening? Yeah, I do silk screen embroidery. Yes, I do. It, it, and Joel and embroidery. And embroidery. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. All right. No, All no, right. that is the man that's come full circle. Take really from running <laughs> people over to silk screen and embroidery. That's pretty much that. That encompasses yeah. everything. You want a two hundred and thirty-five pound embroiderer with very soft hands? By the way, I'm looking at those hands. A large man with soft hands, but uh, that's the place to go. Now, fitness to perfection. Let's plug it real quick before we forget it, people. Want to contact them for T-shirts, embroidery, and stuff? Uh, phone number or website? Right. Uh, my cell number is seven zero eight nine two seven nineteen eleven, and my website is www.fitness2perfection.com. Right. Uh, the website is that we had to take it down because we we're going to Uh-oh. redesign it. Uh, when I talked to you guys last week, we've just taken it down, <laughs> so I had to redesign. So it'll be back up next I week. I thought but, maybe. I was worried maybe it got took down because you decided to come in and do a show with us. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a long history of people that have uh, come in and done shows with us, and their businesses have had a steady decline. Hopefully that won't happen to you. Oh, but, no, no, uh, no. I've been in business for the last four years, okay. so my business is legit. All right. Um, sorry that I don't have it up, but it'll be up by next week. But my cell number, my web, my uh, email is all there. Um, I'm, all, I'm legit, so uh, if you, just want, you know, if you need T-shirts and uniforms, you know, just give me a call, you know. Let me, uh, speaking of giving a call, and uh, if people, uh, any Tank fans out there, you want to ask him any questions or throw some kudos his way, you want to ask him any uh, football questions, big college football fan, Dallas Cowboy fan, dog. We're going to yes, have to get yes, into that. Yes, Cowboys yes. and Bears coming up October 1st. October 1st. But our phone lines are open. Anybody wants to call in and uh, ask a question of Tank or, uh, you know, positive, negative, any comments in, anywhere in the vast in between, feel free to do so at 888-463-6748. Again, 888-463-6748. Proviso East High School, Oak Park, River Forest High School, University of Northern Iowa, and now uh, security guard, 
Right. Oak At Park Oak River, Park River for Florida. 17 years, Big Dog. Loyal to the community. 17. And you also help out in the weight room. Right. Um, I train the, the girls basketball team and the boys soccer team over there. Excellent. Right. Excellent. And, and my Big business. Dog, you've, you've had a little experience in the fitness uh, conditioning regime, so the two of you still have something in common. Yeah, I'm a, I, I'm, a, I'm a personal trainer, and I work out at East Bend Club Tank, and legitimately, at least once a week, somebody will hire me. And they're like, here, I'll pay you X amount. I'm like, seriously, you're going to pay me that much? And they're like, yeah. yeah. So it's it's pretty good. So I've, I used to be a certified personal trainer, but I, I, I lost all that. I can get it back really easily again, but uh, now I'm just kayaking the river. But I actually said... You you have I guess you're doing the whole uh, security guard just to get health insurance which is which is a good thing. <laughs> I, I I have a this year man website and it isn't just a guy running around in tights but I'm going to start going into more dangerous neighborhoods and start filming stuff over my off season. I, I see where you're going with this. Tank. I like this. I need a security guard tank so this... I might have to I might be calling up <laughs> this your, is your it. phone number. I can day. see and it now. If I go with tank in a neighborhood. One, I'm going to have street credit. And two, I don't have anything to worry about. I can actually be myself. I'm okay. feeling it. David, is there any way of getting a picture up of this year, man, on the screen so people can see what Joel looked like? I'm not sure if that's possible, but this year, yeah, man, yeah, is yeah, Big yeah, Dog, yeah, Chicago Cubs, enough. super fan, alter ego. Wouldn't it be cool, Tank? 20, I'm bad at math here early in the morning, 24 years right. after the two of you competed together on high school football field, if you got together and, uh, you know, became business associates. It'd be cool. I'm all about networking. Network, networking is the key, you know. So Are if they dog want to do it, we can do that. As a security guard, have you ever been hired uh, out of school for like a private function? I've been offered, and I said no, that's <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I've been asked to be a bouncer uh, at a club, bouncer at a party, but I'm like, no, that's just not me. You know, I can I can be big, I can be nasty on the football field, but once yeah. I get off the field, it just I'm just tank. You know, I'm just a normal yeah, I don't guy. Know. Big dog, that might not be your man. You're gonna, you need someone nasty by your side. I have some guys for you now if you need some guys. Right. <laughs> I have some guys. You know, I got a bunch of fraternity brothers that can be, you know, they're bouncers. All right, we got a special guest on the line who wants to check in. Uh, it is Tank's mom calling in. She dialed up at 888-463-6748. Tank's mom, how are you? How you doing? Oh, my God. I'm doing fine. How's Tank looking on that TV screen? Uh, uh, That's not good, good. He looks good. He just need to talk a little louder, but he looks good. <laughs> All right. Now, he said you were the one that, uh, not made him, but but thought it would be good for him to transfer his senior year to Oak Park River Forest. Was that, that was mom's decision? And what was the reason? Okay. Uh, well, one of the reasons is that uh, I he wasn't really making it uh, well, you know, in the, in, uh, at, Oak Park, not at Oak Park, but at Proviso E, mm-hmm. and he was like in his last year, so he needed to get a little more grip on his education, and then okay. also a little more internet and with a more of a coach, mm-hmm. in which Coach Olson, he struck me as a guy that could guide him more, you know, than what this is. other coach was at Proviso E, mm-hmm. in which it turned out to be good because they helped him to get his education online like it should be done. Mm-hmm. And uh, Coach uh, Ocean Olson, he helped instituted us to take him into the junior college at NIAC. Excellent. And NIAC did a lot for him, too, you know, to get him 
so he can finish out his education. Now, so now, it was a good move. Tank, did you have to move homes, or did you stay in the same house and just no, switch? No, we, we moved. We moved, moved on uh, okay. Harlem and uh, we stay on Harlem and Maple. Okay. Harlem and Maple. So that's that's a dedicated move by uh, Tank's mom here. You had to. I gotta do what she said. Move the family, <laughs> but you did it all for your son so he could get a little more structure his senior year. Yes. And look how he turned out now. He appears to be a, appears to be a very respectable <laughs> young man. Yeah, he did. And I, I also want to say about him being playing at uh, Nyack, like I said, he did good in that northern hour now. When they played against, uh, was that the universe, the state of Iowa mm-hmm. that you all played in, in northern Iowa, hadn't beat them in 20 years? And they said that Tank was instituted in helping them beat. Really? You beat the Iowa? Yeah, I'll remember was that. Was that the state, not the University of Iowa, but the other Iowa? Oh, so Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa State. That's still Iowa a huge Iowa win. State, right. Well, I know we had, yeah. they hadn't beaten them, they hadn't beat them in a while, but I don't know if it was 20 years, but I know they hadn't beaten them for a while, though, Ma. You know, uh-huh. and we, right. yeah, we did beat them 27 to 10. I think it was 20 years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. What did you do in that game, Drake? Uh, had like like ninety yards, you know. They they watched the film, so you know they put eight in the box, <laughs> so I really couldn't get loose like I wanted to. But you know they 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 tried and they they succeeded a little bit, but we still won. That was the key that we won. Mm-hmm. You know I, I can have negative yards, I wouldn't care as long as we win. I'm always a team player. Mm-hmm. You know as long as we win, man. I'm not one of those guys that man I didn't get the ball enough, I didn't get enough yards. No, the key is to win the game, win first, everything else is second. Well, Tank's mom, aren't you proud that he has returned to uh, the school that you sent him to and made that great decision? Been there 17 years and uh, not only a security guard, but it sounds like he's mentoring the kids there now at school, working with them in the fitness room. you got to be proud of your young son. Yes, I am. Right. Yes, I am. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, Mama Tank, you should... Mama Tank, you should definitely. Mama Tank. <laughs> you should definitely be proud because uh, about ten years ago, I, I met somebody that had a son, and I and I started talking to the son, and he plays for Oak River Forest football, all that other stuff. So I was like, you know, there was a player there named Tank, and the guy stopped. He's like, oh yeah, he's a security guard now, and everybody loves him. I love the guy. And so just let you. And so that's why I knew that your son worked at at Oak Park River Forest because these kids. And I was just trying to say, hey, you know what? There was a great football player that played at your school. And they were like, oh, yeah, we all know him. He's a great guy. So you did all right, Mama Tank. <laughs> the Mama Tank. Uh, all right. Well, okay. Mama, Mama, go ahead, Mama. Uh, okay, no, I'm just saying that, uh, yeah, Opa's been good for him throughout the mm-hmm. high school and also his adult years. So I really appreciate of that, you know, yeah. that they brought him back and hired him. And then he continued to stay there for 17 years. So right. we can't complain. God is good. I'm a little worried that the 18th year and beyond could be in jeopardy. You never know after this live webcast. <laughs> Hollywood be, could be calling. There could be a whole other future for him. So I hope we don't take him out of Oak Park River Forest. But uh, Mama Tank, we appreciate your checking in. Your son uh, doing a great job here. And uh, hopefully we'll have many, many more good years at Oak Park River Forest. Okay? Okay. All right. Thanks, Mama Tank. <laughs> Bye, Ma. Mama Tank drops off and leaves eight other lines open. If you want to dial it up, 888-463-6748. Don't forget today, Big Dog, we got some Beat the Schmoes football picks to talk about. And we did discover, Dog, that I asked Tank what his favorite football team was, and his <laughs> eyes lit up. The biceps started to bulge even a little bit more. He is all about 
the Dallas Cowboys. Monday, October 1st, dog. Our bear versus his cowboy. Oh, yeah. Showtime. Yeah, we, we, both of us had a, a very important football game before then, but when that game does end up rolling on the next weekend, next Monday night, uh, I, I'm, it's in Dallas. So I guess it's just gonna, Julius Peppers is gonna have to introduce himself to Tony Romo, Romo and let Romo know what a peppers taste like is what I got to say. Oh, really? That. Does Demarcus Ware need to introduce himself to Jay Cutler? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that first game, man. It wasn't too pretty. Well, too- Demarcus Webb versus Demarcus Ware tank. That is definitely advantage bears. <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a good game, man. Yeah, how, how did a nice young man like yourself Growing up in the city of Chicago, where did you go astray, and how did you become a Dallas Cowboy fan? To be honest with you, I think it was a Dallas Cowboy chili this first <laughs> that got me. <laughs> um, but then, like I've, I've, after that, I watched the Dallas Cowboys. You know, back in the day, uh, Big Dog. You know who I'm talking about? Like Tony Dorsett, Tony Hill, Randy White, Danny White, oh, yeah. Drew Pearson. You know, Tony Hill, all those guys. You know, I, Tony Dorsett was like one of my favorite running backs. You know, when I was a kid playing Part Warner. Uh, it was three of them. It was Rogers, Tony Dorsett, Earl Kammer, and Walter Payton. And Walter Payton will always be, to me, the best running back ever. You know, that played the game. So, but I've always liked Dallas Cowboys. And back in 85, when the Bears won a Super Bowl, um, I gave them a little credit. I gave them a little credit, you know, but I was just sitting there, I would watch, watch, watching Walter Payton more than anything else, you know, but, uh, uh, Bears fan? Eh, nah, not really. I'm okay, you know, but, Dallas fan always and forever, you know, and a lot of my friends at uh, Old Park Real Force High School, the teachers, we always kid each other about that game coming up on October 1st because everybody's saying, hey, where are we going to go watch this game at? We need to watch this game together. No, I need to be at home <laughs> watching this game by myself because yep. at least I can pick up something and throw it against my wall. And See, if, I break, if I break it, then I can pay for now, it. <laughs> Big Dog Tank does not know the two of us, but both of us are very similar in big games. You know, yeah, you, you you don't you know you go to a party, people are talking, and nobody, it, the real fans like us, I'm I'm the same way as you, and I think dog you are too. When you yeah. really want to watch a game, get people away from me, and let me just watch the okay. game in peace and quiet. Dog, I think we yeah. can relate to that. I was invited to ten times as many Super Bowl parties than the people I actually watched it with when the Bears were in the Super Bowl. I watched it with one person. And yep. I was like, you just need to be quiet and bring every play if you don't mind. <laughs> Dog, I told you the story, you know, with the uh, 85 Super Bowl team. Um, and don't forget, now, I had suffered through as a slightly older man than the two of you some of the worst Bear teams in history as a oh, kid yeah, following some of the 60s. were incredibly bad. So they I was, I, I put the capital L and capital S in a long-suffering Bear fan. They finally make it to the Super Bowl, 1985, at home, uh, just my dad. My brother and then my brother's friend comes up, just cool, small group, right. but he brings his baby and he proceeds <laughs> no, to no. tell me that don't make too much noise because you don't want to wake the baby. I'm oh, like, God. I've waited, you know, 25 years for the Bears to be in the Super Bowl game. <laughs> and he's telling me to be quiet because the, by the way, I won the baby lost. Oh, Thank God. you very yeah, much. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, that's sad. That's sad. Dog Dallas, uh, I'm not really up on the Cowboys this year. We got a chance of knocking them off. I know they look. They looked real good in game one, and then and not so good in game two. Or not is it game two? It was uh, it was bad. I didn't see the game, but a couple of my friends that has direct TV told me it was a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I think they blame everything on the refs, but a lot of people don't really doesn't like the the replacement of refs. They think yeah. they made bad calls, but I don't know. I think football is just football. Let's just play. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
Uh-huh. The, the Cowboys' problem is this, my friend. First game one, they ran the ball. And next you know, Tony Romo had time all day and picks apart the Giants' defense. They look great. Game two, they come out, they're like, Romo looked great game one. They sort of throw it in all the first quarter. They didn't give the ball to DeMarco Murray. Next thing you know, they're trailing mm-hmm. and they're playing ugly football. If, if the Cowboys stick to the run and power run football, Tony Romo is phenomenal after that. They need to establish the run first. And, but Jason Garrett thinks he's Mike Mark and has to be cute and prove that he's <laughs> smarter than the other coach all the time. But sometimes just be dumb and it'll, it'll work out. And the ball's your best player. When they said that last night on ESPN, I kind of, um, I heard it when I was in my office that they, what, they didn't get the ball to, um, to Marcus Murray. They didn't give it to him a lot. I think he had like 12 carries or something like that. In order yeah. to establish, you know, again, you have to run the ball first. You have to establish the run, the pass. You know, yes, you know, they have a horse back there. Murray is a good player from Oklahoma. You know, I watched it when he's at University of Oklahoma. He's a good player. Give him the ball. Give it to him. You know, then you can run your play action. And you can run draws. You know, you can run a lot of uh, plays to open up the defense. But, you know, <laughs> Romo, I, I love him. You know, I stick up for him. A lot of people say he don't have heart. I think he does. You know, uh, not, a quarterback is not going to have a perfect game every day, every time. You know, uh-huh. so in, in due time, and I, th- I think he's going to be fine this year. You know, we're going to see, you know, the first game was nice. The second game was horrible. We played Tampa Bay, and then we played your team, the Bears. And then we get a bye, and then we play the Baltimore Ravens. That's going to that's gonna really, I really need to be at home to watch the game by myself. <laughs> you know, because the Baltimore Ravens are, I mean, they're a good team. That defense is no joke. They got a good yeah. game. Uh, we got Patriots. There's a lot of good games coming up on uh Sunday, Big Dome, we got to make our Beat the Schmoes football picks. What we do, Tank, is uh, every week, high school, college, or pro versus the point spread. We're the only show that will actually put a point spread on the high school games, by the way. Uh, all for fun. Okay. All for fun, of course, right, producer David Olson? Purely for entertainment purposes only. Spoken like a true producer. Thank you very much. Um, but we pick any three games against the point spread. Other shows play Beat the Pros. Me and Joel invented a game called Beat the Schmoes. And so far, me and Joel have been complete schmoes. But the uh, Ravens and Patriots, not a bad matchup. That's at, at Baltimore. What do you think the spread on that game is, Doug? Ravens at Baltimore? Uh, no, I'm sorry. New England at Baltimore. New England, uh, Baltimore should be a three-point favorite. Ooh, right on it. Two and a half. Okay. Two no, half. no, it's moved to three. It's moved? It's moved to three. It moved. Dang I think that's I a rivalry, too. I think Baltimore and New England don't like each other. <laughs> uh, no, they don't, because uh, the, the best way to, to stop beat Brady, or the best way to beat Tom Brady is to beat on Tom Brady. Yes, sir. I agree. <laughs> that's uh-huh. a good call. Mm-hmm. Both good. teams are one and one and you mentioned how the Dallas Cowboys tank, uh, you know, looked real good one game and not so good the other game. Big dog, that, that's been the case for a good many NFL. Now, we're only two games into the season. Right. But that seems to be a theme. Uh, we've seen it with the Giants last night destroying the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers, you know, played well earlier, even in defeat, and they just laid a complete egg yesterday. But it seems to be a theme, Big Dog, early in the NFL season where, you know, inconsistency. Teams looking awfully good one week and really, really bad the next week. The Bears, of course, a great example. Yeah, but one thing that you can say about the Chicago Bears is the first uh, two series of each offensive series of each game has been absolutely brutal. That's the one thing that they need to correct against the Rams this week, Coach. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're right, it's, it's amazing the up and downs that have been around the NFL mm-hmm. this year. Yep. But the, the consistent thing for the Bears is they've been brutal at the beginning of games offensively, and mm-hmm. that's pure coaching. See that's if that can, can change. Tank, did you read at all a little bit about the Cam Newton's comments 
in even, well, not so much the Bears, but other people, in, uh, you know, St. Louis Rams, the team that we're playing, brand new coach and Jeff Fisher, to play, apparently they're playing with what I would gently call a new attitude. Okay. Particularly defensively. Uh, Cam, oh, not Cam Newton. Uh, who was the, oh, RG3. Robert oh. Griffin III said last week that, you know, they pretty much calling him dirty. And a lot of stuff after the whistle, the St. Louis Rams. So defensively, we'll have to watch them uh, play the Bears. Right. Well, I mean, it's a man's game. You know, and it's not going to be clean all the time. What do you think yeah. of Cortland Finnegan? He's uh, he's is, the he's the leader of that group. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know who that is. Okay. I don't know who that is. Big Dog, um, have you seen some of the talk? And what do you expect from uh, – I mean, I don't think that's Jeff Fisher's reputation, but apparently the St. Louis Ram defense coming out with an attitude this year led by – Cortland Finnegan, who some people think is really aggressive and some people think downright dirty. Well, I got to tell you one thing. Last week, Cortland Finnegan just pushing Josh Morgan led to Josh Morgan being an idiot and throwing a football right in Cortland Finnegan's face. They backed the Redskins up 15 yards and they missed a field goal that would tie the game. So Cortland Finnegan, all you have to do is all the Chicago Bear wide receivers. Cortland Finnegan is going to push you after the play. He's going to do all that stuff. Just let him do it and smile. Let him get the penalties. Do not mm-hmm. retaliate. If you're going to hit Cortland Finnegan, if he punches you, walk away, and then on the next play when nobody's looking, you punch him first. Do not <laughs> retaliate mm-hmm. right away on Cortland Finnegan. Yeah, Gabe right. Carini found that out the uh, the hard way. Now, speaking of the kid, and I want to relay this here to Tank at Oak Park River Forest and some of the issues with high school kids out there. Again, our phone lines are open, by the way. I'm assuming... There's no classes today right now at Oak Park River Forest. No, they're Everybody, in what? No, they're in school. They're in school right now. Oh, yeah. Well, I know they're in school, but certainly the teachers <laughs> are canceling normal programming to listen to their beloved security guard. I'm... Well, I told some people. I didn't tell everybody, you know, so I didn't <laughs> uh... want the whole world watching. But I told enough, you know, a lot of family and friends, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of my fraternity brothers. I told yeah, we them should have, going We should have notified the principal, Big Dog. There's no way math. And history class should be being held right now at Oak Park River Forest when Tank is well, on the air in a live webcast. Well, I told Coach Plain, which is uh, you know, he's my boss right okay. now because uh, my other boss he's uh he's out for a while. But uh, I told Coach Plain, so he might have told right. Mr. Rouse, the principal right. over there at Oak well, Park River Forest. If anybody wants to dial up via the cell phone, our cell phones allowed at Oak Park River Forest. Can the kids have them during the day? Uh, yeah, they can have phones now, okay. during the day. Eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. The phone number if you want to. Dial it up, say hello to Tank, ask him a question, feel free to do so. Triple eight four six three sixty seven forty eight. What the heck was the point I was trying to make here? Um, Tank, I, oh. I have a serious question for you, if, if you don't mind. Uh-oh. And I, I, we're definitely get back to football and all that stuff. But yeah, I want to get back know, to Josh Morgan in a second, but go ahead. We, you know, we live in a, in a, in a crazy society, and especially the last 10 years, there's been a bunch of like bad stuff that has happened at school. Bad is uh, definitely not exactly the word that I'm looking for. But, like, when something happens, like a school shooting or something, do they, like, bring everybody in at Oak Park, especially you, the security, and, like, have to go over every single thing you have to do as a security guard every year? I mean, like, how does that stuff happen with you? Um, well, normally they have uh, the principals and the administrators that come in and they have meetings and they tell these are some of the uh, things we need to watch out for, you know, keep your eyes open. Trust me, when something happens at another school, the, the Oak Park River Forest, administration they're alert and they they tell us everything and we pretty much know to keep our eyes open because there's a lot of people upset you know worried about what might happen over there mm-hmm. so we take we take precautions the, trust me we take a lot of precautions as soon as the community says oh that would never happen in our community that's 
when something like that, you know, ends up happening. And I, I'm not trying to get all dark and stuff, but as a school security guard, you have a lot more to worry about than maybe people in the 1950s did. Like in 1950s, 60s, you're like, oh, let's make sure there's no race riots at our high school. And now it's like, we have a gun. Who's going to be the kid that's like lonely and trying to like make a name for himself? It's like a lot different than when like we were kids or coach right. was kids. Right, you keep your eyes open, you know, you look for everything, everything that you see, you know, you look for it, you know, you try to make sure everybody's safe, you know, you talk to every kid, you know, uh, make sure they're comfortable, you know, they I may ask questions about what happened, and mm-hmm. you kind of like tell them, but you don't tell them, cause you don't want to scare the kid, you know. Uh-huh. They just had, uh, I don't know if you saw it or not, Big Dog Incident, I believe, David Olson helped me out with this one, 18-year-old, 18-year-old kid in the city of Chicago. Who the FBI, now the FBI apparently is getting a little bit of a, uh, little bit of flack back, if I could use that expression, because they set the kid up. But they heard, I don't know how, but, you know, that he was planning on some kind of bomb. It was was through chat boards, internet chat boards. Internet, okay. And the FBI actually set it up and the kid was in the car with what he thought was going to be the device to light the explosive. Was it at a school? No, 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 it was, it was, uh, Remote detonation That's device. what I'm talking about, the device to light the explosives. Well, not exactly light, but, you know, blast them off. Push the button. Exactly. Right? exactly. Yeah, and they caught and then, the kids. And so. when, when he hit the button, they arrested him. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, they're, they're, so, you know, it's a constant threat out there. Have you, over the 17 years, um, Tank, what's, what are maybe the worst incident you've had to deal with? Oh, it's just, you know, teenagers going to be teenagers, you know. Not agreeing with each other, you know, just little stuff, little mischief stuff. Nothing really bad, you know. Opar Rift Force is pretty calm. Have you ever been injured trying to break up a fight? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, right. you mentioned that. That's a, that's a good call. I think my, I think it'd be like my six, seven year. I was uh, breaking up two young ladies for a fight, <laughs> and uh, one girl swung, the other girl ducked, but I, ro- I walked right into the punch. Oh boy! She hit me in my jaw, and I was like, <laughs> Oh my god! You know, later on she apologized to me, but I was fine. But you know, I didn't get upset because uh, they're babies, they're kids. You know, kids gonna be kids. Yep. You know, so you don't take it to the heart. You know, I said you're fine. You know, that's not the. I got struck another time last year, but mm-hmm. it doesn't bother. They're okay. kids. That's that's okay. The- uh, all right, thank you. Two young girls were fighting. It was only one of two things. Only one of two things. It was over a boy, or they wore exactly the same thing to school that day. Which one was it? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. All I do is take him down oh. to dean discipline. I don't ask no questions. That's that's hey. between the kid and the dean. I don't know. Very sexist comment from the big dog. Any females oh out God. there you want to take issue, feel free to do so. Eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Uh, looks like they're checking in from the fine state of Iowa, and it's mom and dad Smith. Check it in. I'm assuming uh, friends of Tank, but Mom and Dad Smith, how are you? We're very good, thank you. Hey, say, hi to, how, say hi to Tank, and how do you know Tank? Hi, Tank. Hey, Mama Smith. Tank used to come and, and uh, stay with us on the weekends because he uh, was a very, very good friend of our son, who was a quarterback for the NIAC team. He was a great mentor for our son, and we just love him to death. We still keep in contact, and, and it's been great. How do you like that? Yeah, that's Mama Smith. She made the best Sloppy Joes. Yes. <laughs> oh, Sloppy Joe is key. Toasted buns. He and my son could uh, devour five pounds of Maid Right in one evening. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's they, oh. they didn't feed us good food at Niagara. Ma, we had to come home and eat with you. Oh, you bet. You bet. We miss you. We really do. 
I'm Big dog, we may have to take a field trip to Iowa and uh, check out Mama Smith and some of those sloppy Joes. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that. That's Why just not? for me and Dan. That's just for me and Dan. Yeah, you know, it's a little, <laughs> little, little one-time field trip. We could, we could do that. Now, Mama Smith mentioned uh, that you mentored her young son. Did you ever, Tank, think of getting into coaching yourself? Uh, at one point in time, I, I, I thought about it, you know. But, you know, when, you, when you're a coach, it's a lot of time consuming. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of patience and time you, yep. have, you have to have it and right now i just don't have the time to coach you know uh the only thing i do coach during the year is like my uh the old pie real force powder puff football team okay i try i coach them for them 10 days and we play a game i enjoy that a lot i truly do so powder puff powder now is puff. that that it's like a homecoming event okay. for old pie real force like juniors against the seniors okay so oh, i'm boy. always I, I always coach the girls like this year i have the juniors you remember what happened in northbrook with that uh, powder puff football game about 10 years ago uh what happened i don't uh. know not sure we want to get it into it. It was amazing. Is that that's yeah. where we can Oh, okay. It, well, it, it don't well, national news. Well, we don't know. We don't play that yeah. old part real for us. <laughs> and yeah. then, you know, my girls don't do that. So yeah. that's the only coaching I have. I do besides the coaching in the summertime. You know, I enjoy that. You know, but as far as me being a hardcore coach to to go scout and go to the games, yeah. I'm just not ready for that yet. You know, at least I'm a man to admit that I'm not ready for it. Mama Smith, I'll bet if he decided to, though, he'd be a great coach, don't you think? Oh, no doubt in my mind. No doubt. He's been a young mentor, a very, very young, <clears throat> great young man that's always had a good sense of humor and always got along with everybody. And from what I understand and, and from what I'm hearing, he hasn't changed a bit. Well, I, I can't speak for it because I met him about 45 minutes ago, but every description you've said is uh, right on in the brief time I've gotten to know him. Now, Mama Smith, you watched him play football, I'm assuming. Describe him as a young man uh, playing on the football field. Well, um, I don't know whether he was five uh, one or five eleven. <laughs> <laughs> six foot, Mom, six it foot. A, it was a heck of a senior year. <laughs> I forgot, Tank. Um, no, he was. Um, from what I remember, uh, low to the ground, head down, and full forward, and run right up the middle. So you were not bouncing to the outside. Straightest oh. way to the end zone is north-south. North that's south. where I'm heading. Yeah, I'm going north-south. You know, east and west sometimes, but north-south, is that, that's the name of the game. North and south, not east and west. Ain't that right, big that, dog? <laughs> you know, yeah. It's funny that you said that because when, when you played down the north, you started playing the log play, so instead of kicking me out, you had a guy fly around the outside of me and you bounced it on the outside. I was like, are you serious? You're bouncing plays now. Take the <laughs> Sometimes the way the play is designed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. That's how David also, I just love, that's how strong the the allegiance is to high school football. Here these guys are, what, in their early 40s now, so 17, you know, tw- almost 25 years ago, and you can still remember specific things about specific teams. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, Downs Grove, man. Now, did you uh, take uh, about Garrett Wolf? Did you ever watch him play? Uh, yeah, for the Bears. Yeah, yeah. I watched him. Well, Bears in fan. Northern Illinois, because oh. he was about five Ooh. three. But what he did, and I don't know if this was one of your strengths, he would like be patient and hide behind the lineman, and yeah. he was actually like hard to locate. And then boom, burst oh, right up the middle. He's fast. Oh my God, he's fast. I think he's run like four three, four four forties. So he's fast. Uh, when you short, yeah, you can have behind him lineman. Most of the time, them linemen are like six, seven, six, eight. So you can hide. How were you know? your linemen at uh, Oak Park or Northern Iowa? Oh, man. My lineman was big. Um, Sergeant Roberson, Harper, Hamilton. I had some, I had some nice linemen. My linemen were big. When I got to Northern Iowa, oh, my God. <laughs> they were huge. You know, I said, man, this is the way linemen are supposed to look. You know, 
country <laughs> fed, country fed boys. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we. Mama uh, Smith, did the offensive lineman ever come over for some of those sloppy joes? Uh, no, he just kept them uh, to himself. That's right, me and Dan. <laughs> and a lot of football players say, "Mom, why do you keep going home with Dan every weekend?" I said, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." You know. Oh. So I had a good time down in uh, Ruth and Iowa with Mama Smith and Daddy Smith and Dan and Stephanie. Many open, you know, open doors for me and gave me hugs and kisses every time I came home. It was a home away from home, and I appreciate Mama Smith and uh, Daddy Smith for everything they've done for me. I truly do. And I love him and I miss him. I, I know I said I'm going to come over there and see him, and I will get a chance to get back over there to uh, hang out with Mama. Oh, that's great, Tank. We love you so much. You take care of yourself and tell your mom hello for us. I surely will, Ma. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. There it is, Mama Smith checking in from Iowa. Ruth in Iowa. Ruth in Where? Iowa. Ruth in Iowa. All right, you gotta, you got to take a little, take a weekend off. You need to go visit. Mama Smith in Ruthland, Iowa. Oh, yeah. And if there's some sloppy Joes, I'll, I'll be your driver. <laughs> go, to, go to a game at the Unidome eventually. Oh, it's outstanding. Oh, yeah. I'm going back for homecoming on October 20th. Yeah. That's our homecoming. Wonderful, wonderful place. Um, from March, no, not March, from May to November. Right. But you don't want to visit northern Iowa. If you don't like cold, brutally cold weather, Oh my From God. Uh, December through March, Big Dog can be a little bit rough up at the Unidome. I could imagine, Coach. And it's, I mean, by the way, Tank, I was wondering about the Unidome. Could you see the ball in that place? That thing isn't even lit. I couldn't <laughs> even see the. I mean, that's like honestly, when I watch the game on television, I'm always wondering how the players could see the ball. It's so dark in that place. I uh, know it's not dark enough. You can see the ball. Trust me, you can see the ball. <laughs> I think I think that was the lighting in your apartment, Big Dog. Pay the <laughs> pay the electrical bill next time; it'll look a lot lighter. Well, when I heard they've upgraded the dome a lot as well too, <laughs> so that's gonna be really interesting to see on October twentieth because mm-hmm. they add a new addition to the dome, and I think have a, a weight room just for the football players itself, which is nice. I'm like, man, we didn't have that, but you know, times has changed, and it's over twenty years. Hey, let me throw this out to you guys, and again, we got to make our Beat the Schmoes football picks, but uh, the NFL referees seem like week one with the uh, official strike. You know, exhibition season, not much dramatic happened. Week one, you know, they got through okay, but all of a sudden, Big Dog and Tank, after week two, you can see the players starting to feed off the weakness of the refs, and I, I'm not meaning to get down on them, but you can see they're reading the body language and starting to take advantage. Coaches are starting to get on them a lot more. The NFL, Big Dog, had to send a, a letter to each of the coaches saying that in week three, that kind of harassment will not be allowed. But it, it diminished from week one to week two. How bad is it going to get week two to week three? You know, they sent that they sent that memorandum out after week one. And all I know is this, it, I guess it depends on how much the, the guys in the television booth pointed out. Because Mike Tirico knows every single rule in the NFL. He should be one of the officials right now, not actually in the booth calling the game, because every time they got something wrong, he brought it up and brought it up, and and then it made it even, like, even more excruciating for the for the fan when they realized it was the referees that were jacking it up the whole entire time. So, mm-hmm. um, I think the NFL is also going to send a referendum not just to the coaches but to the people calling the games, being like, "Hey, could you take it a little easy on the on the officials during this <laughs> game and not point out every single mistake they make." Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I bet you they do that also. Yeah, because I, I, I listened to a game one night, and they kept talking about how the refs are making bad calls here and making bad calls here and there. But, you know, they're, they're 
the replacements. They're not the real refs. So, yes, you have to cut them some slack a little bit, you know, because they don't you – know, because I think a lot of those referees are like high school, Division two yeah. referees and Division three, something like that. Right. So uh-huh. they really don't know the game just yet. They're trying to learn, but they need to hurry up because one play can change the game. You know what I'm saying? One play call, one bad play call can mess up the whole game. You know, matter what, six, three, six points, you know. I guess the best way to put it, Big Dog, is if the drop in performance and the increase in complaining from players and getting away with stuff from week one to week two, if, if that significant drop, which there was, if it if that kind of drop continues from week two to this weekend, if it does, things could get a little bit ugly. Um, I have to agree with you because some people are getting out of control like crazy. I mean, really, some players are trying to take advantage of it. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, the coach, definitely is trying to take advantage of everything. He's trying to intimidate these guys. So I have to agree with you on that, coach. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, real quick, before we make our schmoes picks, um, you had brought up Josh Morgan, who was the young man from the Redskins, right, who retaliated to Cortland Finnegan? Yes, exactly. All right. Well, apparently what happened, Tank, is a critical penalty might have cost the Redskins the game. And he said he openly told people afterwards, and it got in the papers, that uh, via text, via text, he got death threats. Jeez. And, you know, more than one or two people were, you know, all kinds of comments, nasty comments via Facebook and via text. Josh Morgan uh, coming out and admitting that. I don't know if that was the smartest thing to do publicly, but it kind of uh, brought me to a question. Uh, you know, you're a security guard at the school. How much is via the telephone, via the Facebook texting, is that a problem now that can come down to the security guard level? Harassment, that kind of thing. Oh, uh, no, I don't. I don't think that. That would ever happen because if there are any complaints uh, against security guards or anybody, the principal would know, and the principal would tell the, our manager, our supervisor, supervisor would tell us. So we would never get no threats or anything. Like no, that. no. Well, okay, but I'm talking about kids. To kids, is there problems where you, as a security guard, have to step in because there's been some harassment or bullying oh, or threats? No, no, I, I didn't think people were doing it to you. Although that's another sidelight of it. But <laughs> like Facebook and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like sometimes you hear it in the hallway, you know, like like sometimes the girls that get into it, they may say something about Facebook or something like that. But I don't ask no questions. I say, listen, stop. We're going to take it down to your dean, let your dean sort this okay. out. Okay, so it's I not hear, your job right, to sit down right, with kids. Right, right, right. I hear it, but I don't, that's not my job. Mm-hmm. My job is to take the kids downstairs and let them deal with the dean. How careful do you have to be with even like grabbing somebody's arm now? I know we're all so. Oh, you, they, they teach us, you know, and most of the time the kids stop if I say stop. You know what I'm saying? They really respect me and I say, hey, stop. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't. I got to grab, but I grab them in a way where I'm not going to hurt the kid. Because like I said, they are teenagers. They're young. They're fragile. So I grab them, but I don't, I don't muscle them. Yeah. So I'm saying, I, I take, just take my time when I grab them. You know, usually I just put them in another office where another security guy comes yeah. and help me. Big dog at Downers Grove North High School where you had a semi-storied career. Did you have a security guard and or a dean that unfortunately you got on a first name basis with? I was never a cousin. I was uh, Pam Koshevska. She was our she was the oh. on-duty police officer okay. at Downers Grove North, and she had way too much time in her hand. I was pulled in her office like a million times. <laughs> and I like, Seriously, and I didn't really ever do anything wrong. That she was not a good security guard, but it, we can go on. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you have liked to have Tank as your security guard? Uh, I would have been in good shape. You know what I mean? It's like uh, she would pull you in just for innuendo. Okay, and Tank mm-hmm. was like, I don't want to hear about it. Just don't do anything wrong. That's that's a lot more my type of security guard. All right. So. 
All right, before we wrap it up with Tank, we got to get our Beat the Schmoes football picks in. David Olson, our producer, 8-1 against the point spread, folks. And Fuego, early in the season. Now, it's early. Can he keep it up? But three weeks into it, absolutely on fire. Uh, you and me, Big Dog, have been something less. And I'm being very gentle and very kind. Our records are bad. So we need a comeback week here. Dog, you want to go first, second, or third? Yeah, I'll go first because I can just get these out of the way. I, I, I picked games that nobody cares about again this week, hoping that would help. Uh, I'll take rivalry games. New Mexico State getting eight and a half points against New Mexico. I'll take all eight and a half. Hawaii's wow. getting 14 against a much better. I'm a little worried about this. Nevada is really, really good. But uh, Hawaii's getting 14 against Nevada. I'll take that. And also, Western Michigan's getting seven against Connecticut. I'm taking all underdogs uh, again this week, and I'll take all the points. and take all these home underdogs. No Wait, problem. Western Michigan. Oh, so you're taking Western Michigan plus seven. Against All Connecticut. Right. New Mexico. They're on the road. Everybody else is on at home. All right. Is there a name for the uh, the game? New Mexico State against New Mexico. Is that like one of the great rivalries in New Mexico? Yeah, <laughs> it, it absolutely is. It's called the Arid Bowl. The who? The Arid Bowl. Never heard of it. The Arid Bowl. What is the Eric Bowl? I'm almost afraid to ask. Arid? You don't know. Oh, Arid. the it's, Arid. It's, oh. it's a desert, coach. So oh, okay. Thank you. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I, I, you thought you said E-R-I-C. I was like trying to figure that out. All right. Thank you very much. David Olson, eight and one on the season. I'm going to let you go because if you pick one of my games again, oh, I'm switching it out. <laughs> By the way, Big Dog, I don't know if I told you or not, the one game he got wrong last week? Was the, yeah, the Buffalo-Kansas that, City game. That was the one I told him beforehand that I picked and I agreed with him on. So, it, so he's going to make sure he doubles up with it. doesn't. Double up with me, you smartass. All right, I'm going to pick uh, Jaguars at the Colts, two powerhouse football team. Owen, two Jaguars at the Colts. Colts getting three points. I'm picking the Jacksonville Jaguars. My guy Blaine Gabert on the road, big dog. Jacksonville over Indiana in a game that nobody will be watching. He hates when people call him Gabert. What is it, Gobert? No, move on. All right, now this is my lock of the week. Buffalo at Cleveland, the Owen 2 Brown. Underdog at home, the ultimate insult. Cleveland uh, has has not played that bad. Buffalo played over their head last game. I'm picking the Browns at home. It's my lock of the week, picked up. Oh man, I I, I just put five hundred dollars on the internet on the, on the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit Lions at the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are uh, underdog by three and a half. Lions are favored on the road. I worry about the half a little bit, but I think Detroit in a snapback game after their um. Performance against the 49. I'll take the Lions on the road, give up the three and a half. All right, David Olson. All right, we're going to go back to Did that. I pick any of yours or not? Yeah, but I'm going the opposite way in one of them. Oh, okay. So I'm very confident in that. Uh, we're going to go back to that Jacksonville and Indianapolis game. Yep. That nobody's uh, talking about. I'm taking Indianapolis in this okay. one. Jacksonville's terrible. They're absolutely terrible. I was high on them in week one. They're, they're, yeah, they're yeah, not. But it's a theme, the theme this year, David. Teams that look brutal come back and play well, and the opposite is true. You're, you're right, Coach, but that's when they have good coaches, and they fired Jack Del Rio last year, and now they got what they wished for, and that's oh. not having Jack Del Rio as their coach. Jacksonville's in trouble. Who is the Jacksonville coach now? I don't know. That's how bad it is. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know who he is either. I right. 31 coaches in the NFL. Can't name the Jacksonville Jaguars. Game two, David. Uh, game two. Uh, Arizona no! is a three and a half point dog at home against the Eagles. I'm taking the Cardinals in the wow. upset. That would make them three and, and a half point dogs. Are you serious? Yes, at I home. Can, I, I'm going to bet on that game. Seriously. Isn't Arizona two and zero? Oh? 
Cardinals? Yeah, and, and, and Michael Vick and uh, the Eagles are 2-0 and also, but they're turning the ball over at a ridiculous ratio. No team has ever turned the ball over more in the first two games than 2-0 in the, in the first game. An Arizona victory there, and Ken Wisenhunt, the head coach of Arizona, will be your new coach, leading coach of the year candidate. All right, what's next, Dave? Uh, game three is another upset. Uh, Houston is favored by two at Denver, and I'm uh, going with Peyton Manning in this Not one. Not bad. Bounce back game for Peyton after the three interceptions. All right, there it is. The beat the smells football picks. A tank we didn't tell you ahead of time. I don't know if you want to. No, I'm good. Pick three I'm games. Good, All right. My, what? my theory is I like to, you know what team's going to be after the six week. Mm-hmm. After six weeks, then you know, okay, where they going to go. Let it, let it right, play out it, a little right, bit. Right, because right now it's so, yep. it's so, it's early right now. You know, by six weeks, you know what NFL team going to be at. Mm-hmm. All right. Big Dog Tank, uh, nice enough to come in today. Any other uh, thoughts, questions you got for the Tankster who made an in-person visit here? Uh, no, nah, just, uh, have you always been that jacked? When you were when you were a kid, were you always just muscular, and then you started lifting and got huge, or or like were you skinny at one point, and then just started lifting? Because I was always real, real skinny, and now everybody walks around and they're like, "Dang, you're gigantic!" And it's like it's just funny. It's just like I was never that way when I was a kid. Well, listen to my a lot of my friends. They say I came out my mom looking like this when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, it was big, but uh, I actually didn't start lifting weights until my my junior year. That's when I started to really lift weights. You know, this, you know, I got the old part. They made us lift weights, you know. Uh-huh. And then I got to college. We had to lift weights. So, you know, I got biggest time went on, but I've always been a uh, a big guy. You know, I was look, you know, older than what than I look. So I don't, I don't think he's as tough as he looks, dog. After the show, <laughs> we are headed out to the parking lot. I uh, got a few well placed cars in position as his blockers. I'm gonna take him down, dog. I, I honestly would absolutely love to see that. I would love to see you run in the tank at full speed, Coach. It would make me feel a lot better about some of the stuff you've said to me over the last time. <laughs> he, he might win because it's been a long time. <laughs> I don't know if I can I can move like I used to. <laughs> the, the last time he tackled somebody was at a buffet line. Like, don't worry about Coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, put a couple sloppy joes in his in on a plate and have him try to get around me. I will tackle him. <laughs> I guarantee you the sloppy joe won't get by me. But, uh, Tank, we really appreciate you taking a day off uh, and coming down to the studio here. This will be, by the way, the show is archived, okay. so people can check it out at uh, later time. But most of all, just for uh, you know, continuing on at Oak Park, 17 years there, doing a great job mentoring the kids. I know I speak uh, on behalf of a lot of the kids and the uh, and parents in the community that you know, thanking you for the great service at the school. Right, right. How many more years do you think you got another 17 in? Uh, I'm 41, so I don't, I don't know. It's where God takes me. You know, right now I'm focused on my business a lot, and um, that's what I'm really trying to do, you know, focus on mm-hmm. getting my storefront, helping a sports apparel company. And that's all, that's what I always wanted to do, you know, because I figured if I'd have made the NFL, you know, NFL doesn't last forever. You know, I wanted to have a plan B. My plan B is to have a storefront, and I'm still going to get it. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. take me a little time now, but I'm still going to get it. I'm through God, so I will have my storefront. So. And again, the company is Fitness to fitness, Perfection. Fitness to Perfection, you know. T-shirts, silk screen, silk screen. Yeah, I do. You know, I get game uniforms for schools, anything that you need. You mm-hmm. know, so if you need me, you know, seven zero eight nine two seven nineteen eleven, or like I said, JL Corner at ALL dot com. You know, so I'm ready for business. Excellent, big dog. If we ever do get the Mike Two Guys T-shirts uh, made up, we now know where to go. Absolutely, we're going to thank. Yes, Beautiful. Sir, dog, uh, this weekend, I'm assuming you will be out. Tank, uh, the big dog does tours on the Chicago River via kayak. I'm assuming you got a full weekend, dog? Uh, we have everything booked. The only problem is, uh, I, I don't think, uh, 
uh, I don't think it's going to be nice enough for us to go out on the water, so I might be sitting my butt down watching football ah. all weekend. So I might be better at picking <laughs> games next week as opposed okay. to what so far is this, right. this year. So you lose a little bit of money through the tours, but you might for the first weekend actually get to watch some serious football. Yeah, I don't need a thousand bucks. I, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm loaded. I'm right. just joking. And so by the way, none of us picked the Bears. <laughs> Oh, my God. Are you serious? No one picked the Bears for this weekend? He's definitely not. Um, believe no, 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 me. If I would have done five tours, well, never mind. I would love to get what I make, but definitely over a weekend, that's what I make. So, yeah. And I'm going to lose all of it. But I, it's either a choice, make money or watch football. And at this point, I'd rather make the money, but I don't think I'll be able to. Yeah, we hardly talk Bears, Cardinals, big dog. Bears, Rams. Why do I keep saying that? Uh, in 12 seconds, give me your uh, pick on what's going to happen in that game. Uh, it's going to be a lot closer than people think. The, the Rams are a totally different team with Jeff Fisher as their coach. Steven Jackson, though, is most likely out. And if he's out, the Bears have a little bit of an advantage. And if, yes. and, and quite honestly, the, the Rams offensive line is worse than the Bears offensive line, people. Mm-hmm. That's no joke. <laughs> All right. They got a rookie out of Abilene Christian, Daryl Richardson, who's going to be running. Supposedly he's very, very quick. All right. And, big... uh, by the way, what I can say about Daryl Richardson is fumble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dog, have a great weekend. Tank, again, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate you guys having me out. Thank you very much. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. TalkZone.com, two guys in a mic. We're back at you Monday at 10 o'clock. Don't be late.